Hey, thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. I recap my weekend with producer Dub up in Anderson Valley. We also talk about Paula's crazy dream about Adam Levine. And then we have some hugly and awkward moments, embarrassing parents edition. This and a whole lot more. Thank you so much. Shop lipandclip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. That's why we don't eat our young, because they do shit like that. Paula. Who invited these fucks? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 369. We are Sisters Who Podcast. Yes, we are. And we didn't even get immature and say this was 369. Aw, yeah. I was, well, when you said 69, <laughs> I was like, ha, 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 69. I know, because we have literally the maturity level of a 12-year-old. <laughs> I know. That's what our motto should be. Literally the humor of a 12-year-old's. <laughs> I had a friend that I went to high school with. He messaged me over the weekend. I couldn't take it because we were in the middle of nowhere with no service. But I got his message. He goes, what do your children think of your podcast? And I'm like, well, that's dripping with judgment, isn't it? (laughs) What is that supposed to mean? Is it like, what do your kids think of your podcast? Or is it, what do your kids think of your podcast? Well, the way way it was known is like, what do your children think of your podcast? And I went, hmm, Mm -hmm. well, I know this dude really likes our podcast. So I know he's not being judgmental. Like, I listened to and I'm very embarrassed for you. It wasn't anything like that, but I'm like, well, actually, they're all adults. They love it. And interestingly, they say it's not very different than our house. (laughs) Well, I was just going to say that. I don't swear at them or call them cunts, but other than that, Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyway... Yeah, I mean, I have a different situation because I have a nine-year-old and a 13-year-old Of course. Boy, so I have to censor a little bit more. But to oh, be yeah. perfectly honest, it's it. my speak is not that much different. No. In fact, my children tell me I have to tone it down. Yes. So they're yeah. always embarrassed of me. I, You and know what? Screw that. I, I'm not embarrassed. I'm, that's the one thing. I'm like, don't, don't tell me to be embarrassed. This is who I am, man. I, I've told them that yeah. a million times, but they're always just It'll like, be on your gravestone, Paula. Olivia, you know, she got let out of class late yesterday mm-hmm. and because the bell rang and the teacher's like, we have one more chapter we have to read, students. Oh, I hate that. And so that. I'm, like, I'm like, oh, is that so? I'm like, do you want me to talk to your teacher? And she's like, I'd rather you talk to the principal. Oh, my I'm like, God. Well, I can talk to, I'm like, I can talk to both. I can send them both an email and let them know that I'm sorry she feels her time is more precious and that she can't manage her ability to teach a class within the allotted <laughs> time. And she's like, Mom, just don't, please. please let's, let's just let it go this time. I'm like, well, then you better decide on what you're going to complain about because you know I'll go there. Well, because the last time I talked to her, I mean, she she couldn't sleep the whole night. And oh, then she apologized no. profusely. No, not her, Olivia, the teacher. Oh, she said that she wasn't able to sleep the whole night. She apologized profusely <gasps> the whole next day. And then she raised Olivia's grade from a C to a B. Paula. That's, that's amazing. I'm like, what's the problem? The whole time I was talking to her, Olivia was hiding in the bathroom. She, so. oh, you know, Olivia gave me a, a little bit of the tea on that. And I was like, look, <laughs> I, I, I wish that I could feel for you, Olivia. But, you know, we are people who do not sit on our laurels. We take care of shit. We get it done. I wasn't shouting or anything like that. I was just talking in my firm mom voice, concerned and not understanding what was going on. Confrontational parents. I mean, I, okay, first of all, 
let it be noted that I have the utmost respect for educators. We have educators in our family. I know exactly what they go through. But the one thing that some of the people I know who are teachers say is the parents aren't as involved anymore. And that's actually Mm -hmm. really bad because they they can't do this on their own. You really need the support of the home to get the kid to understand how important it is to be good in class or if there's an issue with learning or any any behavior issue. So now they're like, these kids, parents don't care. And so you're kind of on your own. Your cheese stands alone. It's like if you're the only one having expectations mm-hmm. and the other and the parents are home like, fuck your teacher. Who cares? You know, which is right. actually far harder to deal with than parents who come in and confront. That is a dying breed of parenting, by the way, is, is right. actually having discussions with the teacher outside of you know, when the, when the principal has to come in and monitor, <laughs> you know? Right. Well, and the thing is, is I think you'll probably agree. Some teachers are definitely better than others. And so unfortunately sure. we, we have not been very lucky this year with Aww, Olivia's teacher, that's unfortunate. you know, communication's not been great. Mm-hmm. And that happens. it's just, and I've, I've talked to other parents who are in the class and they're equally as frustrated. So, so our, our kids are embarrassed, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't care. No. And they're not embarrassed. They're just uncomfortable because you know, God, I sound old right now, but in this day and age, confrontation and direct discussions are difficult. They're difficult because people just don't do them anymore. It's a it's a lost art. And it, <laughs> isn't it amazing how much you get done when you speak to someone's face? It's crazy. People don't like it. They cower. It's so true. Okay, so moving on, uh, Daryl and I had the privilege of going to the Anderson Valley, which is up near Mendocino County. It's in Mendocino, essentially. There are so many amazing wineries nestled in Anderson Valley. And I did not, I knew, but I didn't realize how good they were. They're so good. A lot of the Napa brands are up there making other wines in that area. So Daryl's dad and his wife have a wine store in Nevada and so they are invited all the time to these wineries when they and they have farmhouses and stuff because they're on farms mm-hmm. and they were invited and they said hey you guys have never come with us and they they go up every year to this farmhouse and in it's called Handley Wines or Handley Cellars mm-hmm. and so they said you should come up with us and so we actually had two free days and we said yeah let's do it so we left on Saturday Went up there. It was a four-hour drive because people are horrible and traffic is awful. Is it like a two-lane highway? It is. You have to go through Santa Rosa. You have to go through Vallejo. And it's they are two-lane freeways. Did you get carsick? No. You know, there were some switchbacks and stuff, but it's such a beautiful drive. You don't really notice how curvy it is. And the views are just unparalleled. It's mountainous and just gorgeous and blue sky. And you can smell the, the ocean because it's right on the other side of this mountain range. And it's just a beautiful place. And it's just really arduous to get to it's it's so harrowing and not harrowing it just it takes forever and so we finally arrive and it's just like it looks like those um you know that what's that ranch dressing um oh hidden valley it looks like hidden valley ranches (laughs) everywhere And it was so funny so we get there and um daryl's dad's wife is karen and we don't call her our mom because she's young and I mean, she's older than us, but she's not that much older than us. Well, so. I mean, 
this isn't Gary's first marriage either. No, so. but th- he said this is the, his best. He said he told us that he goes, this is, he goes, this has been my best marriage so far. We're like, okay, good. But anyway, so beautiful. The wines were amazing. The people are fabulous. There was one other couple there for a while. And we there's some sparkling there. There's Rotorer, which is there, which they do Cristal. And so oh, they wow. have, yeah, there are wineries up there. So we got to meet um, the staff there and have an, a lovely tasting and lunch. It was so nice. But at, at night in the farmhouse, there's not a whole lot to do. There's no televisions at all. So what do you guys do? Like play the rubber band and spoon and dance? Well, uh, for one <laughs> evening, everybody went outside. We had cocktails and the men smoked cigars. I smoked okay. a little bit, but I'm not, you know, is that like retirement life? I mean, is that what people do when they're old? No, I don't know. I mean, maybe. I mean, they were all much older for sure. So it is it is possible that it's a retirement thing. But they were Cubans. Real ones. Yes. I wonder how they got those over the border. Well, you can actually get them. They, they can come through Canada, and then mm. you can get them in Canada, usually. And so they had some, and I had never smoked a Cuban cigar before, so I was absolutely curious about it. So Daryl had one, and so I was able to smoke his. It's definitely different. It's definitely different. Nice and tight. The leaves are super tightly wound. They're sweet. It's, it does not burn your throat or your mouth. It's a very, I can see why people enjoy them. I've never smoked a cigar, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I oh, don't think, I have. I thought you weren't supposed to inhale. I, you don't inhale into your lungs. You just puff, puff. But it can get into the back of your throat and stuff. It was fine, though. I, I was like, oh, yeah, this is really good. I've had a, there was I've had other cigars. Only one other one was quite memorable, and it was a long time ago. And I think it was a Cuban. Uh, it was very good. And I said, well, if this is cigar smoky. I could totally get into this. But then I smoked another one. Oh, no, this that was a special. That must have been special because these are awful comparatively. Do you remember that time I came to your house and... I don't know what party it was. It was some kind of party, but I brought like Swisher sweets or something like that, or I do. Fisher sweets or something. And Daryl just could not stop laughing at me. I'm like, what's so funny? I was trying to be nice. <laughs> it's like, we don't live in a trailer. <laughs> I thought yeah. it would be fun. You know what though? They smoked those motherfuckers. Yes, I'm they just did. Saying. After, after many drinks, those, they did get taken. They were out by the fireplace or the fire pit smoking those things. <laughs> Actually, I think it was Ishii that smoked those, just so you know. <laughs> wasn't anyone of any high character (laughs) actually i remember that party everybody had to bring cigars everybody oh oh, maybe that's what it was yes everybody brought them and that was my contribution and that was your little contribution (laughs) because you wanted to be a part of it so we said yeah bring some but anyway it was the last night we were there and you know like i said no there was there's no electronics which is a good thing by the way it was really nice to completely disengage so the one night they said, hey, let's play some poker. Now, Gary and Karen, his wife, they play poker. They have like a poker night. And I think they do it like monthly. They do it quite a bit. And they, it, it's a $10 ante. It's nothing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, just an, it's just enough to be able to play for a few hours. But you keep your money, of course. You, there's no, you know, like, here you go, everyone. Take your money back. It's like you, you are playing for money. Right. So... Last time we did this, we came up to Reno and they and Gary invited us and we showed up kind of late, but we're like, yeah, we'll play. So we put in our 10 bucks each and sat down. And now you know how I feel about poker and blackjack and stuff. I know how to do it. I know the rules, but I get really intimidated and I get anxiety because I just don't want to look like an idiot. But I do know what I'm doing. 
So they weren't playing like Texas Hold'em or anything oh, like yes, that? Oh, yes, we were. Oh, absolutely. Oh, God. The, remember the last time we played that and there was those stupid couple sharks? Yes. And I'm just like, you guys are making this so unfun. We're literally playing in a garage in Orangevale. I remember. And you're acting like this is fucking Vegas. Oh, they were assholes. They didn't. They were want, total they, assholes. They were, there to, they were there to make rent money. They were not there I'm to like, have fun. Who invited these fucks? I know. They just pissed. You know, I still, to this day, I hate those people. I don't, I don't even know who they are, but I I, I'm sure if I saw them again, I'd recognize them. I'd and be I'm like, like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're like, all right, cool. So I'm always really anxious when we start playing games like this because I just, I know what I know, but it's, I'm not that proficient. And which is why you and I, when we go to casinos, I watch you because I, mm-hmm. I'm afraid. I don't want to be the one that go, oh God, she doesn't know what she's doing, you guys, you know, because they do that. They will they do. can. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to make a mistake. So anyway. But you know what? I do that to other people because it pisses me off when people don't know how to play because they exactly they can literally ruin it for the whole table. Right. And so I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be. Although in Texas Hold'em, you can't really ruin it for the whole table. No, it's all luck of the draw. It's really hard unless you don't know how to check or bet, which can happen. So it's five. There's five. At this time, there's five of us. So we all put our $10 in. And now the last time we played with them, we cleaned them out. <laughs> Daryl and I oh, cleaned them out. Yes, we cleaned everybody out. We, we you walked just out. got lucky, yeah. I don't know. We got a baby, but we 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 left with like 50 bucks, which is a wow. lot. That's a lot of money when everybody's putting in 10. So I said, yeah, I'll play. So I realized that I have this thing I do, which I didn't even know I did. I play dumb. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I guess we could play. And so I sit down, everybody gets to pick their game. Uh, one guy was just like, all he wanted to do was Texas Hold'em. It's all he knew real well. So he wanted to do that. We did Follow the Queen. We did Spit in the Ocean, which reminded me of my grandmother, of course, our grandmother, who that was her favorite game mm. was Spit in the Ocean. Because one of the reasons we know how to play all these games is because our grandmother was a diehard mm-hmm. gambler. And when we would go there to visit with like family reunions and stuff, uh-huh. we all gambled with pennies. I thought it was dimes. Maybe. But maybe it was pennies. Maybe it was pennies and dimes, possible. But our grandmother would, she would cut us no slack. If you're sitting there and you've decided to play, you better know what you're freaking doing. Yeah, if you're sitting at the table, you're playing. Yeah, and I remember once she'd be like, God damn it, Jamie, bet or get out! You know, many times. <laughs> get, her, get off the pot. <laughs> She's like, just. And then I was telling the story when we were playing. I said, one of the reasons I like spit in the ocean is because my grandmother was, everybody always allowed her to yell spit. And so people <laughs> would deal, deal, deal. And then all of a sudden she'd be all, and she'd be sitting there with her elbow on the table with her brown, more cigarette, more cigarette in her hand, looking at the cards going spit. <laughs> and she always did kind of have a spitty mouth. So. Well, it, she she kind of reminded me of um, who was the woman who uh, Catherine Hepburn. She had okay. the Catherine Hepburn voice when she got older, how she kind of had that lull in her voice. So she'd be all <laughs> spit. <laughs> and she did it every time. And I would always laugh because it made me laugh that she did that. So well, anyway. was grandma a native Chicagoan yes. or did she come from somewhere else? No, she was always in Illinois. Okay. Yeah, she, okay. I think her family immigrated from England uh, or Scotland. Scotland, England. Right. Yes. Right, right. Anyway, so we played Spit and all that stuff. So I was struggling a bit because I don't know the rules to all these games, like daytime baseball, nighttime baseball, all these games that we were playing. And I was kind of struggling. Didn't they have a, because po- I remember when we would play, we did have a poker book. 
So they did not, but they play so much. They know everything. They know all the stuff. So well, one of the things you can do is if you're not sure, and I'll do this with blackjack tables because I won't automatically sit at a blackjack table. I'll watch it a yeah. couple hands mm-hmm. because if it's a bad table, there's no point in me sitting down. Right. So right. you could have always just sat back and just watched a hand or two before like to make sure you like, okay, I think I know how to play this. Yeah. Except and then that you the game, the game changed every hand. So it, oh, well, it, that's not going to be helpful. No, <laughs> it was not. And so plus, you know, it's it's family and, it, you know, it's like, no, well, they were nice. Like there was a couple of times I fold. And they're like, no, you shouldn't fold. Just check because Did you Gary see. Let me see what you have. No, <laughs> but he was very curious about everyone's cards when they folded. He's like, can I see what you had? And everybody's like, no, <laughs> like I know some of the etiquette. No, you may not. <laughs> He's like, well, that's my card right there. You had my ace. <laughs> stuff like that. So they were helpful as I was getting used to it because these games, I just didn't know these types of games. And so finally it was my turn. I said, we're doing five card draw. That's it. They're like, is anything even wild? I'm like, nope. And I went through and I did it. I beat them completely, completely beat them because I know how to play that one. That's that's the one I know. Yeah. I know how to play it because it's not about luck of the draw and all these wild cards and this and threes and nines and queens make this wild and fours and extra card stuff. I, it's, totally fun but it's a lot and i just like the plain old dry humping five card draw that's it did you allow them to like exchange at least up to three cards and all that stuff well apparently the rule is four i was always told three i know i was told three but they said no we say four and i'm like okay so basically a new hand and so i said all right that's fine yeah mike you might as well just make it five turn your whole hand (laughs) yeah ultimately we one person left with nothing okay. and Daryl and I cleaned up. Really? Yes. We earned, we earned all of our, our money back plus five each. So it was awesome. Wow. Yeah, it was great. And I won the very last hand because there was a bunch of wilds and stuff and I was sitting on four Queens and I didn't tell anybody I was acting like I didn't have anything. And so at the end, Gary thought he won. He's like, ah, I got a straight. And they're like, Jamie, what do you have them all four queens? We're like, <laughs> it was a great way to end. It was a great way to end the night. So, That's but Karen funny. actually won the most hands, but ultimately I incrementally just made up all my money. I was so glad too, because I didn't want to come out below. But what's funny is like, we're talking about $10. It's like nothing, but it feels it's like true. so much money when you're playing, you know? No, that's true. It's all about winning. That that's all really. That's it all is. It it's is. fun. Yeah. So it was super fun. And I, of course, I kept thinking about you. I'm like, oh, Paula would be all in on this right now. She'd be all in. I don't know. I might be intimidated because I don't know any of those games. Yeah, but they're easy. They're easy. But it was super fun. Everybody had a good time and it was all in good fun. Although someone did threaten to bitch slap Daryl at once. One point. Why? Yeah. Because he was losing really bad. And Daryl goes, I'm going to show you what bitch slap is in Richmond. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> all right. All right. There's a lot of penises in this room. Let's just keep chill. it down now. God. Anyway, it happens. Keep, keep your <laughs> keep your Cubans down. Yeah. Smoke your Cuban. So anyway, it was funny though. How funny. Well, good. I'm glad you guys had a good time. We did. It was a really fun weekend, and of course, the trip. It was a four and a half four-hour drive home it was just brutal Brutal. how how many fights did you and daryl get in the car none we had such a good time yeah because we had such a great time and you know life is just a constant stress right now because there's so much going on every every day so it was nice to get away and we just absolutely adore gary and karen so we just had so much fun and everybody's so 
funny and nice up in there in the winery world. They're just like, oh, we're so glad you're here because it's not crowded. And well, they live in paradise and all they have to do is drink all day and, I and mean, sell wine and, and say hello to the people that find them. And usually those people are pretty happy. So yes, I mean, everyone's happy. Yeah. So it's it was pretty much a win win situation. All right. So although I didn't miss much, you and I talked last week, you had a dream and you wanted to tell me about it. And of course, I did some research. So the dream, I wouldn't actually classify it as a dream. Mm -hmm. The more I thought about it, it was more of a nightmare to me. Oh, my God. Okay, tell me. There I am. I'm wrapped up in a towel, like ready to get in the shower. Mm -hmm. And there in my shower is Adam Levine from Maroon 5. Are you happy about it? No, I don't like Adam Levine. <gasps> really? I think he's a total pompous ass. Interesting. I, okay. He just bugs the shit out of me. I know everyone <laughs> thinks that he's so hot. I don't and think he's, that. I think he's, okay. he's skinny and he's just an asshole. And you know how I normally like assholes, but yes. he's he's pompous and yes. that's different yes like like money assholes are different mm. and you know he's he's been rich his whole life and mm. i just i don't like that okay so anyways for whatever reason he's in my shower and he's <laughs> okay. he's pl he's plucking off tiles because there's like these little black brown tiles that They've obviously like gone bad or something mm. like that. I don't know what it is. And he's like, these tiles are bad. They have to come out. And I'm just like, okay. I'm like, well, I have to take a shower. <laughs> and he's just like, well, I, I, they've got to come out like right now. And I'm like, well, I have to get the shower like right now. Yes. And he's just like, well, we've got a problem. I'm like, yeah, we do. Get out. And so he's just like, well, I, I still have to keep doing what I'm doing. I'm like, well, I guess I'm just going to have to take a shower then. Mm. So I got in the shower. I'm showering. And the shower is for some reason big enough to where I can shower and he can still keep doing what he's doing without getting wet. Mm. I don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so all of a sudden the scene changes, just okay. flips. And the next thing I know, I'm giving him a blowjob. Oh God. Okay? And this is not the first dream where I have been giving someone a blowjob in the bathroom. You remember my Bill Cosby dream? I, I think we all do. The weird part about this though is he seems extraordinarily dirty to oh, me. Oh, interesting. What? Like he like he hasn't showered like in a really long time. Mm. And his penis is extraordinarily thin. Like <laughs> Like a very skinny. All right. And not only that, he has like an open sore wound <gasps> on like his pubic area. What are you doing? I don't know. And I am just, I am so completely grossed out. And you're still doing it. All of this. I actually am really not though. Like oh. I'm like doing the bare minimum. Like <laughs> yes. maybe just the tip. I don't even know. But it just... I'm just so completely disgusted mm. at this point. Okay. And like I said, I don't even like him. All right. I'll tell you a couple of things. First of all, being in the bathroom, to dream that you're in the bathroom relates to your instinctual urges. You may be experiencing some burdens and need to relieve yourself. Alternatively, a bathroom symbolizes purification and self-renewal. You need to cleanse yourself both emotionally and psychologically. Okay. Uh, so my therapist told me a long time ago, mm -hmm. the bathroom can also signify like taboo things because mm. the bathroom is where you do like dirty things. Like what's, you what's bathe yourself. Portrayed as dirty. Yes. Yeah. You bathe yourself. You 
go number two, you like do all these things that not many people see you do. Right, right. And so doing something like a blowjob in the bathroom would be like the ultimate like taboo. Yeah, which is something we talked about when you were having the Bill Cosby dream. Exactly. Hmm. But then he said, usually, like the Bill Cosby thing, it would be someone that I admired. But the opposite is happening now. It's someone I actually really hate. Interesting. Interesting. I know, right? Okay. To dream that you're taking a shower in clear, fresh water. No, that's not. To to dream that you're taking a shower in dirty or muddy water. To dream that you're showering with your clothes on. To dream Mm. that you're showering with someone suggests that there's something that you need to come clean or confess to this person. Well, I just don't. uh, Maybe you should reach out to Adam Levine and tell him you think he's pompous. I think he's an asshole. and (laughs) And I know that he is a skinny dick. The dream is telling you that you need to let your guard down. You're if you're showering with. No, no one's showering with groups of people. Come now. That's gross. Uh, If you're unable to take a shower or that the shower is not working properly means that you're unable to shed some burden. You are feeling weighed down by your emotions or by some responsibility. I think all of this bathroom shower stuff and the fact that you can't clean, just do it. You have Mm -hmm. a lot of emotional burden going on. And and I think I think Facebook would make that abundantly clear to all of us that you are struggling, (laughs) that you are struggling. In fact, Gary even asked me, he goes, is your sister all right? And I'm like, oh, (laughs) I'm like, you're like the 10th person to ask me. I feel bad. I'm sorry. You have to be the buffer. (laughs) I'm the old I'm your caretaker. People know I I care for you. And so they're asking me, like, is there any they're not asking if there's anything they can do. They just want to know, is she okay? And I said, no, I'm not okay. I'm going through a big breakup. I'm unemployed. I said, here's here's. Here's the way I look at it. This is easy. Just because someone does this, nobody does this anymore because everybody learned a long time ago about etiquette on Facebook. But you do find people will do this. We know other people who post way too many songs that they find memory in or, mm-hmm. you know, photo. I mean, everyone does it. It's just a, it's just everybody's found a way to do it without, you know, causing concern. <laughs> so I'm just like, I suppose I go, look, she's I mean, fine. I go, there's a lot going on right now. And to me and, and our friend trip said it best. You can delete it later when you wake up and go, oh, my God. I mean, you can get rid of it. You don't. You I can... do that sometimes in yeah. the morning. I look because I know I've stayed up late and I I was having a hard time. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, what did I do? <laughs> it's almost like you're in a haze, but you're not really you're not even in, you're not intoxicated or anything. It's just no, I'm not you're processing. It's that, I it's <sighs> like that euphoric emotional cutting you get. From, it is emotional cutting. Like if you were literally yes. cutting yourself, you do get endorphins. I think emotional cutting probably does does give you some sort of an endorphin or something. I don't think there's anything wrong with putting it out in the universe and then deleting it when you're when you realize how ridiculous it is. There's nothing wrong with it. It happens. It happens. I mean, I guess I should be concerned about appearances, but I just don't really care. But Who I feel cares? bad that you're getting inundated with questions about, you know, my mental state. Well, they are concerned. <laughs> there is some concern. I'm like, she's fine. I talk to her all the time. All is well. This is just her way of dealing. And it's fine. And I even said, I go... Once she finds employment, this all ends. It's not going to, this is not, you know, this called having, you know, it's like she could take up knitting, I suppose, but this is fine too. You know, it's, it's all good. If I was genuinely concerned, I would tell you, Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. No, I mean, if I stopped like, you know, showering, stopped looking for a job and just kept sleeping on the couch and, you know, letting the kids find their own dinner, then yeah, that would be a problem. Um, Let's see. To dream that you're kissing or having sex with a celebrity indicates your drive to be successful. 
Consider what qualities they have or what makes this celebrity famous for clues as to where and what you want to achieve. You know what? Actually, it's funny you mentioned that. I actually just read, I want to say a couple weeks ago, that Adam Levine and his wife are flipping mansions. And I, read I have that. always I read had it. a desire to flip houses. I know. You always have. I wonder if that's what it was. It's possible. Plus, um, he he's not flipping small mansions. He no, bought, like... He bought a man... That mansion he bought that he just flipped, he bought it for $32 million. Yeah. And, and is selling it for $44 million. I'm like, what? What kind of money? That's obscene money. It's obscene almost not money. worth it, though, really. Yeah, but I it's, mean, it's a... <laughs> Obviously, well, I think it's just a hobby or no, it's an investment. But I think for me, I look at him like, look, he's employing a shit ton of people to renovate these homes. You know, he's comp- he's being compensated for the work and the labor and probably just a little bit of money for an investment. And and we're talking millions, of course. But, still, but I mean, at what at the end of the day, was he take home like five million? I'm just saying, like, I, I'm not saying that's small potatoes, but I mean, he could easily do that in what, like three concerts? I mean, yeah, maybe this is just a way. Well, you know, you can't you can't rely on that money forever. You've got to have some real and maybe he owns other real estate and he just doesn't sell those. He always has a seat on the voice as long as that thing is going. Oh, God, I mean, why? He's so bad at it. He's literally so bad at that job. He's he's the only rock star. And I don't even know why they call him a rock star. I'm like, if you want a real rock star, get freaking Brett Michaels on there or something <gasps> like that. Or Paula, I'm waiting for that tour to get announced. Those dates have to come. I now. know. I can't like, I'm ready to go see Poison. It'll be so fun. <laughs> I was just telling I'm a, the I'm kids. I'm doing big hair and everything. It's going to be a blast. I told the kids, because Ryan has a thing about changing the radio constantly. And mm. then... Um, the song you could tell it was every rose has its thorn and i'm like stop i'm like don't change it <laughs> and then um so i was singing and i'm like ryan i'm not even joking i'm like when i went to this concert i'm like my voice was so out screamed i was like ah! you know i sounded I like a hawk I and then i said i was recording this i'm like i almost started crying i was so yes. like moved because i'm like i'm here and he's singing it i can't believe it <laughs> anyway all right so moving on because we're running out of time, shockingly. Let's talk quickly. This this is actually dropping a week before Mother's Day. But, you know, who knows when you're going to listen to this. But we complain about Mother's Day fairly regularly because Mother's Day really is only mother morning. It's never really the full yeah, day. Really. And uh, for most of us with small children, you do not get a full day. You get coffee, some kind of... Uh, Meal, breakfast, fruit salad, eggs, uh, uh, the cards, which I prefer the handmade stuff from the school, which I know you do as well, because yeah, I'll probably get one for Bolivia. I don't know if middle school does that. They, anymore. I don't think they do, but that's when it's premium. When you're mm-hmm. when you're getting the stuff where your little children made it at school with, because they with the want hand print and well, stuff. I love that. And the little poem that makes you cry every year, which Always. it does to me. In fact. I went through and I found one and I read it and I started to cry. It's always the same one. It's just like, I know I bother you sometimes with my handprints on the wall, but one day my handprint will not be so small. Oh my God. (laughs) Kills me every time. Yes. Those cards, those gifts are my favorite. And you know why? Because the kids, they're so innocent. They're like, mom, I made this for you. I love you so much. I'm like, I love you too forever. 
I know. It There's just, a little scribbled oh, name at the bottom. I mean, even even the even the Mother's Day card that Tyler gave me in fourth grade where it said, My mother likes to wear rest clothes and and, and it was a picture of me in sweats and a radio station t-shirt with my hair in a ponytail holding a glass of wine oh he made it at school i'm like <laughs> i'm like this is, so funny. this is not my life i swear but there is one just one thing that ryan did only ever because okay so imagine this it's every year every project or something who is your hero well imagine who the hero is in our family Gee, just it, take a wild guess could it maybe be the combat veteran <laughs> possibly <laughs> but one time one single time i think victor was in afghanistan or iraq Ryan dressed up in a black dress with a blonde wig and put on high heels. No. And he said, my mom is my hero because she goes to work every day and takes care of me. Paula. And and, and there's a picture of him wearing this. And I was just like, oh, I, I was so shocked. How did you ever recover from that? I would have been I crying. I would have been I sobbing. Couldn't. The only thing I could think of is that he just forgot his dad existed because he was in another country. No. No. Paula, that kill that makes me want to cry right now. Like that is so loving. Our children, I swear to God, they're such assholes, and yet then they do stuff like this. Ugh, I know. That's how you know what. That's why we don't eat our young, because they do shit like that. And you're like, never mind. I forgive everything you've ever done. Oh, speaking of mothers, Amy Schumer had her baby. Yeah, I saw the lovely picture they posted (sighs) of her. Seriously, Paula, I like I said last week. That is what it looks like. That is not what Meghan Markle looks like. This is what Amy Schumer is what every woman looks like. I didn't look like that. Okay. Sure. Whatever. You were ashen, but whatever. I mean, I'm not saying I looked fabulous, Mm -mm. but I'm being perfectly honest. My labors were really not that bad. No, but you were, but, but I mean, it was a blessing considering that you puked through it. Well, I'm saying my months of pregnancy, my my pregnancies were awful, but my labors, they were smooth. And so I read it. My lipstick was still on Mm -hmm. and everything was still cool. And then they put, you know, the baby looked awful. They were always, you know, cheesy and bloody and everything like that. So, I mean, that that cramped the picture. But Amy Schumer reminds me of Lena Dunham. She doesn't care what her Instagram photos look like. She doesn't care. She doesn't do the angle. She doesn't do the full makeup. And I was reading an article about how nowadays, because social media is everywhere, uh, women are doing full face makeup before they push. And I'm like, I'm struggling to see why that's a problem. <laughs> like, I don't even care we about We did. That. I did it. I put on lipstick when I was pushing. As soon as I got my epidural and I, like, came back from the dead, mm-hmm. I was just like, I opened my eyes and I'm just like, wow, I feel alive again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, quick, get my makeup bag. <laughs> yes. You're like, give me some powder. I need some concealer for I these something, bags. Something, you know, and my lipstick yeah. and my eyeliner. I don't think you know, there's anything before. wrong with that. You well, don't because have to you know, look once like you, you get just your went hell, well, and especially with us, once we get our epidural, it's like zero to sixty, and mm-hmm. you know, a half an hour. You know, the next yeah. thing the doctor's checking you, like, oh, well, it's time to push. You're like, what? Like, what? Oh no, yeah, I only have, Hold one on. I only have lip liner on. Let me get my lipstick. <laughs> I only have one eye done. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so speaking of all of this, Mother's Day, you and I talked that we would come up with things that we would actually like for Mother's Day instead of the shitty Walmart jewelry. Or the, you know, Sherry's berries or something like that. (laughs) I mean, not that there's anything wrong with those because they are fine. But is there anything where you actually want to 
we'll put the thought into it. Okay. We'll put the thought into it. And then you just say, this is what your mother really wants. Okay. She just wants a Xanax. Is that so hard? So, well, I actually got a sneak preview into my own Mother's Day. Mm. You know, Victor, he, he can never just keep a secret. I don't know why. He just, he's always been one to let me know of what's going on or what my present is like a day or a couple of days before the actual event. I wonder he's why. always done that. I don't know why. Is it because I don't know if he's just so excited no. or if he's just. Come <laughs> he's, on. Wants the pat on the back early or that could what be it, it is. <laughs> but anyway. he told me yesterday he's also for Mother's Day. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Well, you guys remembered. <laughs> I, I, I always believe somehow that they're going to forget. Right. Or maybe I'm just hoping. I don't know. <laughs> he said we have reservations at P.F. Chang's at 630. And I'm like, mm. wow. I'm like, that's that's pretty amazing because that's my favorite restaurant. Yes. And so I'm like, well, that's good. And so I'm like, what are we going to do for, you know, the rest of the day <laughs> and he's so, like oh what um there's more and he's like well i mean what would you like to do and i'm like oh mm. good i get to plan mother's day Again. i said well i'm like i guess we can do some sort of breakfast you know like you know the usual fruit salad and eggs bacon you know hash browns and you know i don't know orange juice coffee usual and then i said instead of you guys buying individual gifts why don't you just put all your money together and buy just one big gift or mm-hmm. you know or small gift whatever it is just buy buy something combined with your money i don't need a lot of little cheap things so we'll see what happens i guess so so mine would be uh i would love some new sunglasses okay i would love my car to be detailed by someone other than daryl that would be nice yes get a deta- get a full detail and then what i would really love and i don't think i'll ever get it till the day i actually die in fact the day i'm dying i won't get this where i get to a- where i've actually given the privilege of sleeping in and not being interrupted a hundred times like that will never happen even on my deathbed people come in, oh sorry were you sleeping that's gonna happen literally on the day i die but that would be fantastic Okay, so we're of no help getting Mother's Day gifts for ourselves, but those are basically it. Roses, sunglasses, and a detailed vehicle, and sleeping in without interruption, which will never happen, and I've come to peace with it. I'm okay with it now. Maybe a nice dinner. I don't know. Oh, I don't need any I don't need any more food. I've eaten so much food over the last two days and drank. I had so much wine over the last two days that I still have heartburn. Like, I can't <laughs> drink another glass of wine. I know oh, it sounds crazy, but it's true. It's just crazy how much indulgence there was. All right. So speaking of, let's do some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Embarrassing Mother's Edition. So this girl, Julie, says, I had a bunch of friends over when my mom came downstairs and asked if we were having an orgy. (laughs) what in her mind she was asking if we were having a big party but in every teenage mind well let's just say we all thought she meant orgy and basically these stories are how our parents embarrass us okay when we were kids and it only happens when we're in when we're in like middle school because we're just fully aware of how embarrassing our parents are god and so when you're 12 and First of all, that sounds like something we would accent. It's like, orgy, no, I'm at party. Oops, sorry. <laughs> that would See, be me. I'm embarrassing for different reasons, but go ahead. 
like you know i'm embarrassing because i'll flip someone off in the parking lot or something like that and he's like mom that's trevor's dad and i'm so (laughs) trevor's dad needs to learn how to drive you know seriously jesus christ god i could go on and on about driving when i was in seventh grade my mom was driving my friends and i to the mall one of them spent the entire ride talking about some guy and how he definitely liked her because he ignored her all the time. As we pull up to the mall, my mom turns around to give me money and then looks right at my friend and says, that boy definitely doesn't like you. I'm not even sure why my daughter does. <gasps> okay. <laughs> that's that's a little mean. And it's embarrassing. Yes. Okay, I would do it. <laughs> I can see me doing it. No, I would, I would just would have been like, honey, he doesn't like you. <laughs> that alone is embarrassing though. I, I just want to let you know that that's, that's not how it works. If they like you, they'll come talk to you. You'll know it. You might want to find someone else, but yeah. I wouldn't go on and I don't know why my daughter does either. I mean that that's a little cruel. Well, she's just probably sitting there going, God, this girl is annoying as fuck. I can't even stand it. Can't wait for her to get to the mall. <laughs> I would have just waited till my daughter got home and be like, why are you? Why are you friends with her? With her? Yes. She's annoying as shit. God damn it. No wonder no one likes her. My God. No wonder he's ignoring her. Exactly. Jeez. Okay. This one's a dad one, but it made me laugh because if we're talking about parents who embarrass us. Uh-huh. My dad came to pick me up at summer school shirtless. He was literally wearing only shorts and sandals. <laughs> why? Because it was summer and he was but obviously why off. why did he think that was okay? Who knows? He probably didn't think he had to get out of the car. He just pulled in. He's like, fine, I'll go get him. Oh, my God. Wouldn't you be, like, embarrassed about, like, um, yes. your body? <laughs> I just... Guys give zero fucks about that stuff. Are you kidding me? I mean, could you imagine walking out of the classroom and seeing Dad's bare chest and, like, in a pair of shorts and flip-flops? I'd be like, <laughs> you know, his three chest hairs I'd be like, top. first of all, Dad, I didn't even know you owned flip-flops. So oh, whatever he was... Probably be his black tennis shoes and, you know... <laughs> whatever black socks black socks and then i would just Mm-mm-mm. i'd probably just walk past well he wouldn't be wearing shorts he, well maybe he would be i don't know i can't I, i'd probably just walk past and be like oh my god like let's <laughs> be go like, whose dad is that <laughs> be like hi honey because dad always had to give a hug and everything i'd be like dad, oh! please don't hug me with your bare chest <laughs> yes well you know maybe this was a different time all, all i'm envisioning is the 70s when it no had one to cared. have been <laughs> yeah when no one cared he's like hey man it's groovy to be shirtless on a day like today if you do something like that today someone's gonna call the police no shit they'd be like um so there was this undressed individual exactly. at the school you're gonna end yeah. up on like the neighborhood forum on facebook <laughs> it's <laughs> like gonna be like Get a letter home from the vice principal today. A man exposed himself to a bunch of teenagers we leaving his, the classroom. We saw his nips. It was his not pleasant. Nipples. He's been fellow, reported to police. Fellow fellow Elgrovians. There was a parent who who approached the school in nothing but shorts and flip flops. Oh my God. Even was holding a Miller Light. Jeez. Oh, well, I mean, if we're going all the way, you know. Yeah, really. Maybe it was Schlitz. I don't know. With a giant belly. That's all I can imagine. <sighs> yeah. You know, men don't care about that stuff, man. They they will just wear whatever they want. I mean, even Victor doesn't walk around without a shirt. I mean, does Daryl walk around without a shirt on? 
when he's getting dressed in the morning. But I mean, like, he doesn't make a habit of just being shirtless. He is not one of those people who feels like this home is his castle and he can do as he wishes. He does not do that. But I think it's because he's around a shit ton of women all the time. I no don't one, know no one any cares. men that really walk around shirtless. Well, it was funny because when we were leaving the other day, our neighbor who, I mean, there could be our parents, they're older. He did not have a shirt on and he was staining his gate. He has a gate to his backyard. <laughs> he was staining so it. Maybe it's a generation thing. I don't know. Like, but he's, let me tell you, he's stained this gate like a t- hundred times since it's been installed a year ago. So he's obviously unsatisfied with the color. So he keeps staining it whenever there's a warm day. He'll do it. And so he came out, you know, so we had full on shirtless wearing tennis shorts, you know, those shorter because he was a tennis coach back in the day. (laughs) He's very thin. He's rail thin. And so it's fine. I'd be like, so do you have balls in those shorts? (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, he's an older gentleman. And so as one ages, the skin gets loose. And so he has a little bit of the loose skin hanging over the belt buckle or the belt, you know, the waistband. And I notice, and I notice everything, and I hate that I do, by the way. I don't like that I'm one of these people who just glosses over life. I see every ugly thing. Like, was his body hair white? Yes. (laughs) Yes, it was. I wasn't disgusted, but of course, your mind immediately goes like, God, that could be my life. Everything's white. It's got to be. Yeah, it's like pretty soon, that's going to be my life. Oh, my (laughs) God. Just like Daryl's dad is full silver. Full silver. It looks amazing. And he's got good hair, by the way. It's not that coarse gray hair. It's like really soft and voluminous. No, he's like a silver fox. He's very attractive. He's a very good looking man. And so luckily, thank God, because, you know, Daryl's not going to end up looking like Buddy Hackett or anything. He's going to look good. You know, he's going to look good when he ages. I just have to. I'm the one that's got to keep it tight. I'm the one that's got to make sure I don't look like shit. Like some weeble wobble. I was just looking at the back of my legs and it's literally been either I've just completely neglected my body and I wasn't paying attention or Mm -hmm. it's been since I've turned 40, but like (laughs) I was, Olivia was somewhere like at school or somewhere and across and she was waving at me and I, cause she saw me and I was picking her up and I waved back and I could feel the (laughs) the back of my arms were flapping and I'm just like, Oh my God. And then I was looking at my legs the other day because I'm starting to get like these red bumps, like like oh, pigment yeah. issues or something. Oh. And so I was looking at them and I started holding my thigh and like I could like my thigh was twisting like like it was just mashed potatoes or something. Wow. And I'm like, all right, this is enough. I've had That's enough. Enough. I'm enough. I'm not turning into mom. I'm just well, not going to do it. You really got to make an effort, Paula. You, you can't just I chill. I can't just keep complaining about it. I have to do something. Yes. Yes, you do. Anyway, well, I think um, we have taken up enough of your time. Yes. So thank you, everybody, for joining us. I hope you have a fabulous Mother's Day. You still have time to shop Amazon Prime. You do. And get your Mother's Day gifts. Um, Go to theuglytruth.com uh, webpage and click on the Amazon button. And then, like I said, uh, search by Amazon Prime and you can pick out a gift, have it delivered, and you can even have it gift wrapped there directly and shipped to mom if you your mom's not local. And then um, she will get it and it'll be awesome. 
And like we've been saying, it's that time of year again where the weather is changing, kind of. So you want to change your palette for your makeup. Mm -hmm. So please visit lipandclip.com and take a look at and see what they've got going for you. Other than that, have a fabulous week and Mother's Day, and we will see you on Sunday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.